0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Doug Adams Show. I'm Doug Adams. Thanks for joining me. Today's Sunday, the 24th of May, 2020th. And today's topic could have several different descriptions. Life on Broadway, that could be one. Uh, Living on Skid Row, that could be pay by the week motels That could be one. When you're not exactly rich, when you're not exactly financially stable, when people are not financially stable, their choices are somewhat limited. And rather than being homeless. If someone has very little money, rather than being homeless, rather than living with friends and relatives, aka couch surfing, it's important to have a place to hang your hat. It's important to have a place you could call your own, even if it's just for a week. During that week, that is your place, even if it's just one room, even if it's just one room, no kitchen, just a restroom, bathroom, a shower, bath, something like that. That space is yours. It is your sanctuary. And of course, yeah, it's your castle. It's your castle. Maybe for just a week. But for that week, it's your castle. I've lived in at least five pay by the week motels in Wichita, Kansas, on Broadway. Life on Broadway. <laughs> Life on Broadway. Uh, and actually, this is going to sound crazy. It was fucking awesome. It was fucking, fucking awesome. Um, I'm not sure if it was really that awesome when I was going through it. Actually, it was. It, but it wasn't like um, it wasn't like staying at a great resort or you know some great hotel, which I've been to, which I've stayed at Trump Plaza before. It was called Trump Plaza when it was just a plaza in New York City, right by Central Park. Yes, I've jogged in Central Park. Yes, I've stayed at the Plaza Hotel. Yes, I went to the comedy clubs. Yes, I saw lots of famous people. But that's not what we're talking about. During that week, that's your castle. And yes, I had a great time and it was awesome. But it was awesome and more of a... I mean, I was living truly just like, you know, in the moment for real that's all I could afford to live is in the moment. I think the first one I stayed at was called the Moon Motel. And I think it's just south of 53rd Street and Broadway. 53rd Street and Broadway in Wichita on the west side of the street. And uh, there were times, it's gone now, the the service station was right down the road. I would walk down there and I would buy a package of peanuts for supper. I'm not complaining, okay? But that is living in the moment, okay? And there were times where I'd have like a dollar thirty-seven, okay? Or 78 cents, you know? Because my money went to have a roof over my head and a bed to sleep in. So, it, it was awesome. It was just fucking real as fuck. Okay. Um, and I have the best memories of that. I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds crazy. As a single male. My job was to watch out for myself, and I did. I also, stayed, I also stayed at Rock Motor Court, which at one point, that's further, I think that's further south. It used to be a long time ago, Rock Motor Court was actually a country club. It was built a long time ago. It was a country club. It was a fancy, fancy, fancy place. When I was staying there, it was still solid. You know the structure the physical structure of the place was totally solid uh but it wasn't considered fancy and half of my paycheck from where i worked which it doesn't matter where i worked because that's not the focus i don't want to get into that topic but it was a it was a job that required physical labor half of my check Half of my check every week went to Rock Motor Court. So I, I would work from about 5 o'clock in the morning till about 6.30 or 7 or 7.30 at night. I would get a check at the end of the week. Half of that fucking check went to the Rock Motor Court so I had a place to sleep for a few hours and a place to take a shower. Maybe drink an orange pop from the pop machine. So I had a place to hang my hat. During those few hours, I was home. You know, some place to call my own. And also at, uh, at the Moon Motel. That was the same way. About half of my check went to that. Now, that's, uh, you know... Some people may say, uh, okay, you need a, a different plan. You need a, a different template. You need a different pattern, a different blueprint. That's poor financial planning. Well, what it was was I had a job that didn't pay very much. So, you know, and I'm not complaining. It's just a fact. Uh, that was on North Broadway. Then on South Broadway, I lived in three different places and... In one of those places, it was uh, completely by myself. I was paying like 85 a week. And that's when I discovered uh, a, f- a book. A book that I think... Actually, I don't think I know. Helped change my life. There were two books, actually. One May seem insignificant, but it was the one that kind of sparked, kind of sparked just my brain. My brain's always been sparked, So (laughs) I know that sounds crazy. Yes, it's sparked, all right. Anyway, uh, like sparks flying off a joint. I'm kidding. Um, My brain has always actually been sparked, but when you're living in a motel pay by the week and you have no money and you're not making very much money, and that point, On South Broadway, I was laid off. I was getting an unemployment check, uh, which of course we all know is temporary. And uh, um, Murphy, do not get bored with my story. Murphy's my audience here. My live audience. I have a live audience in the studio. Um, So unemployment is temporary. The idea is to go get a job, get a better job you know, improve yourself. That unemployment insurance is just there f- to keep you alive. But anyway, in that motel, I discovered a book by Victor Kayam. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's the guy that had had that, you know, the commercial, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but like, hey, I liked the shaver so well, I bought the company. Him. He had a book. I read it. And then I, f- I didn't find, well, I did find, I was out at my mom's house I saw a book called The Greatest Salesman in the World. I'm surprised that she had anything in that house that I would ever be interested in. You know? Uh, called The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. Og Mandino. O-G-M-A-N-D-I-N-O, which no one cares. Anyway, I spell stuff all the time. That's, that's the guy's name. And I thought, this is a strange name. Now, I did much much investigation. This is in, this, let's just put it this way. This was, in the, this was a long time ago. Let's just say that. It's a long time ago. It was in the 80s. And uh, I did much investigation later in life about who in the fuck Ogmandino is, or was. He's dead now. But when I read that book, I didn't care who he was, because I was reading the story that he wrote, the greatest salesman in the world, okay, and the scrolls. And I do know him, I believe. I think I still know him. i uh, let's see if I do know him. I know I'll skip one. Today I begin today I begin a new life. I greet this day with love in my heart. I'll persist until I succeed. I am nature's greatest miracle. I will live this day as if it is my last. Today I'll be master of my emotions. I will laugh at the world. I will act now. I don't know if that's ten. Today, I'll multiply my value 100-fold. I don't know if I put that in there. I think I did. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Long story short, it's probably not the entire 10. Uh, I read that book, and I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. You know? And that that was when, you know, I will persist until I succeed. I am nature's greatest miracle. I'll laugh at the world. I will act now. Oh. I'll be master of my emotions. So anyway, I mean, I, you know, I read all this stuff. And like I said, I've always been totally, I've, I've always been sparked. You know, whether it be running, working out. And uh, I wanted to find a way. I mean, I was living on South Broadway. I mean, of course, if I wasn't looking for something, or if I wasn't looking for ways to improve my life, I should have been <laughs> And in fact, I was, but I always was, but this was like perfect timing, you know, and, uh, and I was like totally, uh, focused on improving my life. And I bought other books, but that's not the point. The point is that's when I discovered, you know, hey, I could read a book and I could improve myself. Like I said, I've done all kinds of research on Augmandino, you know different connections with different authors and all that stuff. But that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about now is life on Broadway. So, uh, and like I said, it was, it was cool. I had a car. I had a car. Uh, when, when, uh, when I discovered that particular book, I think there were times when I didn't have a car and I was living in the pay by the week motels on Broadway. Um, it's one step away from homelessness some people think that it is in fact skid row and there are times where i would say you know what yep if you're paying by the week that's fucking skid row but but at least someone has a place to live and they're not home they're not homeless and at least they do have a hat a, a place to hang their hat and a place to call their own okay um, so my point is basically, you know I've done that, and uh it's actually it was actually pretty wild. I'd rather be a multimillionaire, but at the same time, i mean you can't you really um the things you learn i mean and i I don't even know if you well the the things you learn from the experience of being that you know heartbeat to heartbeat to heartbeat of life, you know, uh, you learn a lot. And I personally don't think there's any virtue in poverty. And I've used that phrase before because I actually do believe it. Because I think we are all designed to be prosperous and we are all designed to be To be healthy and to, um, you know, have a support system, be part of a support system. Uh you know, this is capitalistic America, you know, speaking of writers, um, the writer in that case would be, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And, uh. Um, he talks about how America is a capitalistic society and about how, uh, it, America assures us the opportunity to provide services, uh, uh, in return for, you know, depending on how, what the value of our service is, you know, is how much we'll make. Um, I actually used to have that phrase memorized, but you know I don't have that memorized right now. I should. Let's see. I see if I could remember. If I could remember that, capitalistic America allow, allows. And I I know this sounds like I'm reading. I'm just actually reading out of my brain. Capitalistic America allows every individual the opportunity to provide useful service and collect riches according to the value of that service. Boom. Okay. See, I knew it was in there. Uh that was Napoleon Hill, but that's and thinking. Grow rich is an awesome, 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 awesome book. And I know the history of the book. I know how he came. You know uh, how he came. You know to to, to write that book. Uh, Andrew Carnegie uh, allowed Napoleon Hill the opportunity um, to hang out with uh, Andrew Carnegie's connections, which should be uh, Ford edison goodrich people along those lines uh carnegie wanted to put together what at the time was an encyclopedia he wanted to put together an encyclopedia on because he felt like it was more of a science uh success is more of a science that's what andrew carnegie thought and i believe that uh, napoleon hill was a writer for a newspaper in kentucky and he did an interview with him and then in fact um Spent a lot of time with him at zero compensation, if I remember correctly, or just extreme zero extreme comp- uh, extremely close to zero compensation by Andrew Carnegie. So he put together this uh, this philosophy, then finally reduced it down to a book and finally decided after a lot of crazy stuff for it to be thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And, uh, and of course, there's a lot of people connected to that. It became much more than just a book, and Napoleon Hill's awesome. There are videos, but I discovered that book before... Okay, I don't know when the Internet happened, okay? I can't tell you what date that the Internet happened, but I will tell you this. I bought and read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill in the 80s, okay? It was the 80s when I bought that book. Uh So whenever... It had been late eighties, but it was the eighties. Um, and, uh, so my point is, my point is living on Broadway, life on broad- Broadway, Skid Row. Yes. My brain was sparked and it was sparked already. You know what I mean? But those books kind of, you know, helped me. And at that time, when I first read that book by, um, uh, Augmandino, I wanted to start a t-shirt production company. Okay. It's like, okay, I could sell t-shirts and you know what? I probably could. Now I didn't do it, but that's what I wanted to do. Cause I knew I could, you know, I guess the phrase is monetize. The word is the word I wanted to monetize, you know, this energy, that, you know, and I thought, okay, well, you know, t-shirts. And I, I had a certain something I was going to put on that t-shirt It never happened. It doesn't matter. Um. Uh, but, uh, so anyway, I was living like heartbeat to heartbeat. And, uh, and I have no complaints about that. It was just me. Okay. Had I had a family, I would have had a different design. There would have been a different structure of my life. But yes, I did the, uh, the pay by the week thing. Um, so, um, and you meet a lot of different types of people uh, when you do that but that doesn't matter you meet a lot of different types of people if you're a millionaire if you're not a millionaire no matter where you are in life you're going to meet different types of people maybe the types of people you meet on Skid Row really aren't or in those types of places really are not the most desirable people Uh, you know but there's you know it's it's, it's cool interacting with with people (laughs) isn't it Murphy? Murphy is barking in his sleep. First of all, I have no idea what he's doing in his sleep. If he thinks he's chasing rabbits, listen, or chasing whatever, I I have no idea what he's dreaming of because I don't see him do that in real life. I don't see him like, you know, chasing burglars or anything like that. So I have no idea what, he must be a superhero in his dog dog dream world. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up with my little... Thanks for joining me on the Doug Adams show. And I mean it. Thanks for joining me. So let's do it right. Thanks for joining me on the Doug Adams show. Remember, you don't have to show up pretty at the Doug Adams show. Just show up and we'll go from there.